these guys have come a long way since they first met just playing pickleball. From potholes to pioneering the original paddle band, I'm joined on the court with Richard and Sam from my paddle. Whose paddle? You'll get it. I get first serve. Let's go. I can. I can hear you just fine. Coming in loud and clear. You got Richard there with you? Yep. He's just turning in the corner right now. Coming on over. What are you guys driving? Well, nothing right now. We're just doing some uh, bands, making some bands. Oh, okay. You said turn in the corner. (laughs) I want to make sure we're not out there driving and banding and podding. No, yeah. No, we've got, we're in the, there's another room, we've got another room that we um, we use production in, but this is the painting room, so that's all noisy back there, because it's like, because it's a laser, and it's a, we have to have a compressed air and a blower, so. Awesome, and so that answers my first question, you know, how are you doing today? It sounds like we're, we're doing some work, we're doing well. Yeah, we're always working. Five always days. working. And I'm here working myself with Sam and Richard from My Paddle. Guys, I got to tell you, though, I'm coming in a little hot, you know, and at the end of this, it's all my fault. But I got to paint this picture for you. Welcome into the Moreverse. It is Pickle with Mickle interview series here with Sam and Richard from My Paddle. But check this out. I'm pulling down my street this morning after running some errands. Let's say it's around... 8.06 a.m. So there's the street cop. And by that, I mean, this is the guy. He's Gilbert Police. He patrols the street. And in my neighborhood, street parking is rampant. It is an epidemic. And he drives a truck. And he's in front of me. He's parallel to me. And he's backing up into my driveway, which is nothing fancy. It's a shared driveway. There's like three houses on this little street, right? And so, I mean, he's got ducks on the pond out there, illegally parked. He's surveying, sitting there. I can't get around him. So I decide to park right in front of my house, which, yes, is the no parking zone that we just established from Monday night to sometime today in the afternoon because of trash pickup. I mean, guys, you couldn't even get into where I would normally park my car before because all the garbage cans would be blocking blocking the damn driveway. So at any rate, I walk around him, (laughs) open my garage door with my garage door opener and go into my house. I do some stuff in the house. I exit the front door now and I've got Maverick in tow. We're going out for a walk. He's now moved, right? He is mobile. The ticketing has started. Maverick and I walk by. There's some pleasantries exchanged, you know, kind of some morning grunts. How you doing? Well, I'll tell you how he's doing. He's doing great. This guy is exceeding quota. He is going to be the top dog, Gilbert PD, street patrol. Because I come back with Maverick. He's gone only to see that he ticketed my car for crying out loud. Now, this whole thing took less than 40 minutes and he saw me leave. Like I said, is my fault? I mean, did I park illegally? Yes, I did. But come on. I mean, all of this to say, Richard, might you know of, you know, a nice tea, something brilliant that could just calm a chap down regardless of the encounter? I certainly do. Um, And it's uh, my, I've just got a cup right in front of me now. 
uh, Earl Grey. <laughs> Earl Grey tea. It has a. It's Perfect. a. It's it's bergamot. If you don't, if people that don't know it, it's bergamot um, infused. It's it's got a very distinctive taste. It's not as strong as um, like an, an, a traditional English breakfast tea. And probably not what people are used to. So it's a kind of a milder form of it. But what makes it milder is that the is the the bergamot oil kind of like dissipates the, the strong tea flavour. And I have to say, I'm gonna I'm, can I, can I advertise here? It's not I'm not I don't want yes. to, but uh, you may. Yeah, well, Starbucks Starbucks has the best Earl Grey tea. It's it's a, a brand called it's got a brand called Tivana. And yes. I have tried every every other available Earl Grey tea in England and uh, while I've been over here, and nothing can touch um, Starbucks Earl Grey tea. So there you go. Top top to your listeners. <laughs> Fantastic plug. Speaking of Tivana, they used to have the little, and maybe they still do it. That'll tell you how long it's been since I've been in a mall for crying out loud. But they used to have a little like outlet Tivana store yeah. in the malls, and you right. could go get. Tea samples, and that was a favorite. If you got small kids, folks, take them to the mall, go to the Tivana store. You can spend at least ten minutes there with them tasting tea. Right, it's a good I thing to do. Tell you, but I don't think that when Starbucks took them over, I think they closed. I, th- I think, not sure, hundred percent sure, but I know the one that was local to us that that it closed down. So I don't know whether that was across the board or not. It so. might have been. You got to drive people to the to the brick and mortar Starbucks locations yeah. for sure, right? Well, they don't need any more of our help doing that. I'm here with Sam Goodwin, Richard Dean. Guys, I'm happy to be here on a Tuesday, no less. This is a great way for folks to get some early joy in the week, carry some momentum right into the weekend. We know you guys are hardworking, so I appreciate taking a little break. And I had another question for you. I mean, Sam Goodwin, Richard Dean. Guys, who's got the rights to your movie series? I'm thinking it could be a Western type thing. What do you think? Uh, that, that's great. No, that would be fantastic. It's uh, it is a movie in the making. I mean, there's uh, we, we still got to fix the ending here, but uh, but no, we definitely have an opportunity to tell the story of how this all got started. And I think, um, you know, if it's okay with you, Mick, we'll uh, share it. Richard can sh- start off with how we kind of got started with this, and absolutely. That was my next kind of segue. We'll get back to the movie titles because I got two for you. Trust me, there's going to be a sequel. But it it is a great story, and I'd love for you guys to tell it. Please do. Sure. Um, Well, basically, Sam and I met, it'll be eight years ago, um, and we, believe it or not, we started playing pickleball the same week, and we we met at this uh, place in downtown Carlsbad, it's um it there was two pickleball courts which actually were attached to a church St Michael's church and we met there and we kind of got on and and Sam used to bring his kids occasionally they were pretty small then yeah <laughs> and um and they got involved as well and we you know became buddies and then um we Sam moved his business that was a that was the key to it his old business used to be a couple of blocks away so he would just take a break and come over, over yeah. walk over and then that's when we play so anyway um fast forward on a few years and um i got involved in, in a business with with sam um in his old business so we kept a, a connection there um we didn't play very much after that together to be honest but i was more i got really seriously involved in playing 
Um, and then probably I'm thinking three big three years ago, wasn't it? Three years ago, yeah. um, I was out running one day, and um, I some I get I just clear my brain and I, I think of things and you know, and I had this this thing was bugging me. So in pickleball, I don't know if the listeners are aware, but there's, there's, there aren't enough courts for the people that are playing the game now. It's, it's gone ridiculously this is, popular. This is true. This is a oh. great point, and I love where you're going. Yeah. The listeners are aware because most of my listeners, guys, are, are rec players like me. They're not as good as you who've got those pro aspirations, but go ahead. So anyway, um, it just got to me because where well, where I was currently playing then, we'd moved on from from there um from where we where we where we met and um it got to the stage where there must have been sometimes 20 odd paddles waiting and uh you get to the end of a game and it was a who's paddle who's paddle so you wait you're wasting valuable playing time and the and I, you also got the oh at the time then um three years ago there weren't as many different paddles as there are now and so you'd get people taking somebody's paddle by mistake. You'd even get them taking them home by mistake. <laughs> right. So we had this issue that, oh, hang on, I'm looking them down the line. I'm looking about 20, 30 feet away. Is that my paddle? It looks like it, but someone else has got that maker paddle. So uh, it, there was an obvious um, problem there. And just out of the blue, I thought, so, hang on, why not put something on the paddle to identify it? Why not make it so you can see it from a distance? And I thought, okay, well, great. So hang on, there's already a retainer band on most paddles by then. So why not just replace it with a, a coloured band? One you can see, one you can identify. Oh, yeah, that's my paddle. And then I thought, hang on, why not take it a stage further? And um, why not put your name on it? Why not personalise it? And that was it. And I thought, oh, this is such a stupid idea. It's It will work, but somebody else is going to do it. So um, I thought about it and I thought, who do I know that that would be able to take this idea to market? And the first, first person I thought of was Sam. So I'll let Sam take over. Oh, from no, thanks. Oh, wow. What a gentleman right there. And now, now Sam, before you take over... Who's got the all-time edge in singles? Uh, I only played singles once, and it was against Richard, and he kicked my ass. So somebody's got an edge. That's the <laughs> last time I will ever play singles again in pickleball. Yeah. And that was the last time. It was the first and last. I, I, I don't like singles. I much prefer doubles. Well, I'm just yeah. too lazy, okay? You know, I, I did come – I did learn <laughs> to play tennis back in the day when I was a kid with my grandfather – and I love playing tennis. It was a lot of fun. But as I got older, I got into other sports and I didn't really play tennis. But that's what appealed to me at pickleball. Uh, and when I started eight years ago, I was, what, 39, 38? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so I was about 38. And so I was the youngin' back then, right? Everybody, oh, yeah. Oh, Sam, you're the, you're the, now you have 13 year olds kicking our butt. Um, but yeah, Richard, Richard's being uh, very generous to me. Uh, he uh, he came to me, but he actually he went to another person first, and, and he left that part out. And oh no, well don't leave that out. Well, you know it, because it didn't turn out the way he wanted it, but it, it was somebody that basically poo pooed the idea. Who was an inventor, held lots of patents. That that was the reason I went to yeah. him. Though he, 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 yeah. this guy was a patent guy. He couldn't see I, the vision, and I wasn't sure that you couldn't. I didn't know the laws, and I didn't know you could. Could you patent this idea? 
And then this guy said, no, you can't. And he did all the pattern work. And he kind of said he didn't think you, he didn't it was possible. He, he didn't see, see the vision. vision. He didn't think you could actually personalise, individualise a pickleball band. Um, so that's when Richard period. came to me and he said, hey, Sam, I got an idea. And that was at the time when I finally realised this previous business that I was in had basically failed. I spent a decade on it trying to make it work, struggled nine out of the ten years, and it just wasn't working. Um, and so I was in, I was at the point of transition trying to figure out, okay, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to do a new business. I got to do something because the one I'm in now that I've been doing for the last 10 years just is not, wasn't, wasn't cutting it. Um, right so up, on the, right up against the wall with it here. And now here comes yeah, Richard. I mean, you talked about being at your low of your low, st- trying to stay optimistic, but just being like, and I got into this business 10 years ago. It was a franchise. I thought it was going to conquer the world. I came from corporate America, uh, struck gold there, did really well, got promoted every two years, spent a decade in, in a Fortune 500 company, and then boom, started my own business, bought a franchise. Um, and uh, I was the last franchise around at when I decided to just stop. Um, so anyways, Richard came to me and said, Hey, I got this idea. And he told me the idea is like, Hey, we got these retainer bands, it's bright colors and put people's name on it. I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. You know, you, you see the problem at the open play, who's paddle. I call him the paddle wrangler or the paddle manager, you know, you know <laughs> who's paddle, who's paddle. And I'm like, that's awesome. And, and I said to Richard, I I'm like, think of a, of something else along those lines, the yeah. paddle, something, I don't know how apropos it is nowadays, but I mean, we could go for it. Let's I mean the paddle Nazi, right? That's who it is. <laughs> yes. That's who it is. And, and a lot of times guys, right. And I mean, the paddles and we're going to get into some of the other great things you're doing, but they'd be sitting on the ground or just laying up against the fence when people are going back to, to get onto the court. Well, that's the great thing about pickleball, right? Is it's not only competitive and a good workout, but it's very sociable. So you start, you know, kicking the, you know, shooting the breeze with somebody. Next thing you know, you're up. It's been 20 minutes. You're waiting there. So you're talking to people and you know, you're the one guy that, Oh, 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 shoot. That's me. I'm up. I'm up. And so when Richard came to me with that idea, I was like, dude, that's an awesome, that's a pretty cool, I, I like that idea. And I, and I looked at him and I said, do you know how to do it? And Richard kind of like smirked, he goes, no, that's why I'm here. I'm talking to you, Sam. I'm like, well, I have no idea on how to, you know, <laughs> how to do that. I mean, I, I mean, you know, thanks for thinking of me, but I, I have no clue of how to do that. But anyways, uh, it was such a great idea we decided to do a lot of research on it. And we, we did a good fair amount of not only market research, but trying to manufacturing research and trying to figure out like why, you know, why hasn't this been done before? Um, and we know what why did you now find out? Talk about that a little bit in that process. What, what had you found out? Because to your point, it seems like, a, I mean, it's a novel concept and it seems like, wait a minute, we can't be the only guys out here doing this. And you were the right. first, but go back to that. What did you find in some of that research? Uh, Richard, well, well, you know what? We we didn't. We actually looked, and we and we couldn't find anybody doing anything like that. Not nothing very similar. Um, the, uh, the, a guy that I went to, the guy that I went to originally for the patent situation, his idea was, oh yeah, mm, and he's in, this guy's a boffin. He's an inventor. And I mm-hmm. thought, if this guy, this guy would know how to kind of do it as well, but he came back and said, "No, what you need to do is you just need to stick six in a bag, 
and get a, a white sharpie and let them put their names on themselves. Like, no, that's just that. The, it's it was two thousand and twenty-one or two thousand and twenty, and I said no. That 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 can't be. There, there must be a way around. It, <laughs> My handwriting is horrendous. So there, there, there must be a way around that. Yeah, we yeah. all have the handwriting of a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, and and then so then we we look. So like I say, Sam and I got together, and then we started to research it, and we found out that you can't obviously you can't patent a, a band, you can't patent a, a, a pickleball band or any kind of band. But then Sam said, "Well, okay, what we need to do is then we need to." We need to make a brand. We need to build a brand and, and get a trademark, and that will be us. And we found out that literally we were we were the only one at that stage in in the marketplace. Yeah, doing a customizable uh, band, basically uh, engraving um, the band and then painting it with uh, an inlay of paint. And so, what's interesting about it is we were doing the research. Is one there's not a machine, one single machine that does this. And then there was another reason why people weren't doing it to scale like what we wanted to do it, uh, because it's extremely difficult to figure out how to manage that process and take those orders in and then uh, put it into the right system and do the process. And we we started in my garage. I mean, this is literally we did the first six months in my garage. Um, and so we went through a lot of painstaking uh, trial and error. I love that. That is, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error and uh, a lot of headaches and, uh, you know, this isn't going to really work like we think it's going to work. And But we kept on going at it. I mean, we got the boxes of uh, failures, <laughs> thousands of bands <laughs> that didn't work. Um, and so, you know, it was just a lot of trial and error. And then we went, we actually did market research. I mean, we had a, an idea of what we thought, but we wanted to make sure like, okay, let's just make sure somebody really wants this or is willing to pay money for it. And uh, when we went out and talked to people, most 95%, 96% said, yeah, you know, I, I like this. I, I would buy it. Um, so that gave us enough courage to, 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 you know, buy a small machine and, and start making them. And, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of trial and error, those first ones, God bless you. Thank you to those customers that bought the first ones from us. Um, <laughs> and if they have any problems with them, we'll remake them for them. No problem. But, uh, we really appreciate those folks that really kind of gave us our first, our first chance mm-hmm. because it really proved the concept. And then, uh, the word of mouth just really spread with us, um, so we get a lot of our customers that way. We, we're also quite lucky in in, in the in the um, when we found the when we decided on the logo and the name and whatever. It, it, it's it's really opened my eyes that I've had businesses in the past, but I've never. It's always been a something that people are doing already, and and this is like because it was pioneer because nobody's done this before. Nobody thought of doing it before um, or maybe they did think about it and didn't work out a way to do it and bring it to market but right, the, they um, couldn't get we, it they we couldn't were, get it done yeah yeah and, and it was, so we were we were we were kind of lucky in the you know how things just fall into place and as much as you know Sam was saying yeah we did a lot of research we did we spent probably nine months didn't we before we before we launched yeah and tell them the story about how like to keep you know to make ends meet between the time oh. <laughs> Oh, really? yeah. So, do, do the little kids need to earmuff it for this one? What were you guys out there doing? Is this one of those? Uh, what's that swanky movie where the guys did calendars and stuff? You guys no, weren't no. doing that, were you? 
No, we were. It was, <laughs> it was all above board. It was all legal, but it was a nightmare. Because so, so Sam had said before he was transitioning to from finishing his old business and start, he didn't know what to do. Yeah, what, get a new job yeah, and, or start and, one. And, and one, of, one of the things was that he was doing with another uh, uh, this other guy. It was it was literally filling in potholes. Okay, and it was it was this. And, you ha- and the only problem about it was you had to do it in the, the, the dead of night and early hours of the morning when there's nothing right. around. So you, so we'd drive off to parking lots. We'd, we'd have a designated holes that we knew needed filling on this chart. And, we, and it was this mixture of this. This was a thing on this. It was like a it was a, a, a revolutionary type of mixture that filled. It was like tarmac and it filled potholes. And we, we did that. Um, for a while, not not a lot. Yeah, no, not long. I mean that 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 person that I was I was hoping to work with <laughs> uh, had a little bit of a mental breakdown and and went into the hospital. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to do any uh, business with him moving forward because of that. Um, uh, Quite so good move. Good move there. It was, a, it was a good move, but we we had some we had some obligations to fill some potholes. So thankfully, Richard was able to help me out uh, and go with me on those jobs and get those ones done um, as we were doing this simultaneously. So it was kind of, you know, it was fun. I mean, Richard hated it. it I, was, really I thought did. it was an adventure. Talk, <laughs> about, talk about banding together, right? If, if you're not going to if you're not going to stick through it, Richard, after you got to go and fill potholes, I mean, it's not it wasn't exactly warm it wasn't freezing cold now was that stuff coming out kind of hot right or was it not no no no. it was just a mixture of water and this very mixture of uh like a asphalt concrete kind of mix i mean gotcha and it basically the whole claim to fame of it was it won't break over a five-year period and so uh it's a whole other marketing story but i really you know i i enjoyed it It was fun but again like i said the person i was working with i guess it wasn't that fun i mean because i think what you're doing now is more fun oh no totally 100 (laughs) percent at that time it was just trying to make ends meet and, and you know make sure the rent was paid and, and that kind of stuff and uh and and uh, richard failed to mention that he was ending his business as well his previous business that he had so it was kind of a perfect storm and you know richard needed to do some work and, and make some money pay the rent so this is this is what happened and then basically when we did the market research and we got the first bands in um, we were really happy and, and uh, excited about them because they came out really good. And then we did the finishing and the customization and the personalization. And it took us quite a while, but it worked. And then the orders just kept on coming in. Um, and so as we grew, we just really refined the process to where we, we have it down to almost a science, an exact science of how to do this. And it's incredible. I mean, folks, go to mypaddle.com, check it out. You can order some of these bands. And and talk about the growth and the expansion. You guys, I take this right from your website, Community Driven. You're worldwide. You've partnered with some great folks out there in the Pickleverse with some pros, Lee, Litwi- uh, Lee Whitwell, uh, Zane, and then you just call him Lau, right? When you've got that name, it's a one, he's a one-name guy. You just you go right there. and. And you mentioned it too, you know, word of mouth promotion, which is king still today, right? When people are talking about you, that's the best way for people to know about you. And I found out about you from, you know, my girls, the Beer Bracket Girls. Uh, They posted out some bands they made from you, which was awesome. So, of course, shout out to them too. And here we are. 
And like you said, though, you were the first. You're the original paddle bands. It's my paddle. I think the concept is incredible. And let me ask you this. Where do you think it could go now that pickleball is obviously going to continue to go, but filter down into colleges, high schools? Are you starting to see orders around that sort of band, right? Some of that, you know, some of the rivalry type bands you might start to see. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when we first started out, we were just trying to identify how many paddles a person would have. So um, an average one individual. Yeah, and yeah. in, in one individual, how many paddles do they own? Most people that we played with I say about six more, or eight. Right. And and when we did our market research over two years ago, it was about three, three and a half. Yeah. So with my so my experience in my past business and my past uh, corporate career, I knew that since we were gonna be the first to launch the first business or first brand, if you will, to be out there, that the key thing for us is since he really can't patent the idea is that we wanted to, to, to get our name out there as soon as, as, as big and as soon as possible. And so we did a pricing structure uh, promotion that when you buy four or more and no two need to be alike, they can be 50% off. So we were, the, the sales pitch was, don't buy one, buy four, because it's gonna be half off. It's the same price as two, basically. And you can put one on each of your paddles. And right. so one, our third order wasn't that, it was somebody that bought 27. And we're like, whoa, what 27 for one order? Interesting, right. Yeah. It was because they had a team, they had a yeah. group of people that they played with. And we said, and they were the pickle itches, but we could be. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right? Uh, oh, you can say it. It's okay. I'm trying to keep it PG for the old podcast here, but uh, oh, it's all right. But uh, but no, but but they wanted they had a team, and so you you heard me say I had the beer bracket girls on. You did you meet them or or no, did, was that, that just through a personal friend? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. They they blew the soundboard off of uh, the language barrier. It's all good. <laughs> so, anyways, they they reached out to us, or there was like the third or fourth order, um, and they put in an order for twenty seven. Um, and so that was pretty exciting, but we realized early on after a while that like, yeah, clubs, teams, mm-hmm. um, now these leagues that are coming out, a lot of yep. them are coming up with them. So if you're part of a bowling, a paddle league or a pickleball league, if you will, um, go on there and get one for each one of your, your league, uh, players. I mean, yeah. people do it all the time. So we definitely see an opportunity to not only continue to grow in the pickleball space, but we're branching out because it also finished, fits uh, tennis rackets, uh, Perfect. Which is a big sport that's coming on internationally. It's big. It's not really big out here in the U.S. yet. Is that paddle? Paddle, yep. Paddle. Yeah. Did I say it wrong? Of course I did. Yep. No, paddle. That's the one that you kind of play in the cage. Is that right? Or am I wrong? And what's crazy is we have one being built right across the street from our office. So <laughs> it's, it's, it'll be the second paddle in Southern, Southern in, Southern in San Diego. Yeah. So uh, I told Richard, I'm like, well, now I can start playing again. I'm not having to drive kids around from here to there. I can just take a break for an hour and go across the street and play, uh, learn how to play paddle and, and, and do that. So, I've heard um, it's yeah, extremely fun. Yes. Yes. It sounds like it and it looks like it. And so, you know, we're expanding into those areas. So hopefully by the end of uh, end of October, well, now probably not November, we'll launch uh, that that those bands to go on to those products. So tennis rackets and paddle. 
And you, I mean, we didn't plan it, but you, you segued for me because I was going to say, I mean, as the innovators, as the originators, what's next? And here, you just heard it here, folks. Get your paddle game ready. And if you're still slinging a tennis racket, throw a my paddle bands around it for crying out loud. Right. Now, back to the kids. I remember when, or let's say the youth or the youths, like my cousin Vinny, I love that. When I was back in high school, I can remember just in general, people would take, you know, the bands you put around your wrist, but then also they put them on their backpacks and they collect just a bunch of them and put them around. That could be something that comes back to people just, you know, the youngsters just buy them and they're just throwing them on everything. And you got a whole nother, you know, stream of bands hitting the market. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's funny that you, 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 you where we really see the opportunity is uh, next time you go, you know, flying on an airline and you go down to the uh, luggage carousel. For all those people that checked a bag, and you know, a lot of those bags look similar. That, uh, that's what I. Are you? Yes, they do. Now it's so easy to. Oh, that's mine because it has the blue, the sky, my paddle bands on it with my name on it. So yeah, those are definitely. I mean, it's it's Richard and I that are doing this, and we have a couple of uh, great people that work with us that work with us part time that help us with production and stuff. So as we grow, we're definitely looking at those opportunities and and getting into those markets. So. Absolutely right. And then, you know, we have some bigger plans down the road that we're not really ready to talk about publicly. But, yeah, we 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 see a huge opportunity with this. Can can you give a toiler? That's the combination of a teaser and a spoiler. I came up with that. Can you give a little toiler on that or not yet? Well, it has to do with H2O. I'll just okay. that out. All right. All right. That's enough. I think that's good enough toiler. That is a perfect toiler. Now. Let's talk about when, you know, when we're unbanding, we're winding down, what is it that we like to get into? We talked a little ahead of time, but I mean, you know, TV, movies, are we building ships in a bottle? What are some of the things that, you know, you do in the downtime when you get just a little? Um, well, I've got to be honest. I, my life revolves around work, pickleball and sleep. That's Perfect. All I, honestly, that's all I do. It's, it's kind of very, very sad. But I remember when I when I first got into the game, I just wanted to play it every single day. I was just obsessed, totally, totally obsessed. And that's how I knew that if that did it to me, I just, <laughs> I'm going back eight years, I knew the sport would grow ridiculously. Because oh, yeah. I, the, the only game that's ever got me like that, I mean, I'm, I've, I've done a lot of sport in my lifetime, was soccer. And I, I'm still soccer mad, but... Um, Pickleball had it. I don't know. I just couldn't work out how or why it did what it did. But it wasn't just me because not long after that, about probably two years after I started playing, I got uh, asked to co uh, a coach said I'll coach you to coach pickleball, and I did that with him. And it and um, and then funny enough at St Michael's where we met, the guy there used to give lessons, free lessons a week, and uh, he couldn't do it for a while, and he asked me to stand in. And um, while I was doing that, I came across the same phenomenon that I, I, I'd experienced, and I think everybody does that plays pickleball. I used to get the people come up to me, beginners that just started, and after a couple of lessons, they said, is it normal to, um, to think about it all the time? And, right. You know, and, and women come and say, oh, I'm doing my housework, and I'm thinking, I've just got to finish this because I've got to go. And so I can go 
Kelly, some pickle. It is absolutely normal. And in case folks, you're wondering, it is. You're, you, you absolutely are right. And that's why the game is going to continue to grow because the people who get the, inf- I will say it, the infection, the pickle infection, yeah. you know, it is addictive. You do. You think about it. It's like, why did I hit that into the net? Again, I got to practice it. I got to get back out on the court. So I love that. Hey, I mean, there's nothing wrong with banding, pickling, and sleeping. You got to eat a little bit, though. I mean, yeah, come on. No, I mean, Richard's being a little, you know, I mean, he, definitely Richard's, you know, he was coaching um, some girls' soccer teams. And then also you were doing the uh, the Friday nights at um, – Food for Life, oh, right? Yeah. You know, and and that's something that we've always talked about. I mean, one of yeah. the things, you know, and I know this is kind of segueing back into the business, but when Richard and I first started this business, we were thinking, okay, well, what can we do? You know, well, I haven't even hit your paddle giveaway. You want to go there? Let's get. I mean, head yeah, down that road. That, yeah, that was one of the things. Like some people would hit us up or, or contact us and say, hey, we'd love for you to sponsor you know, our court and uh, would you pay us, you know, 200 bucks or whatever and we'll put up your banner. And Richard and I kind of like, well, you know, we make these bands and, you know, we buy four or more, they're just $6 each. We have to sell a lot of bands. I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, So, and we were thinking to ourselves, is there a little more creative way? We don't, we didn't want to do a banner. And we thought, well, every freaking court needs a paddle rack. You know, yeah. instead of having the pole stacked on the ground or the the grip in the, the fence, why not have a nice, very, uh, you know, uh, built sturdy paddle rack? And that way we can, you know, we can support communities and organizations that are doing, you know, everything to grow the sport that we love, that we all love. And we can do it in a nice way. And so we came up with this concept of, you know, instead of sponsoring uh, organizations or clubs in the traditional sense, we'll donate a paddle rack to your club or organization. Um, we'll donate right now. We're just donating one per month and we have about, uh, I don't know, 40 or 50 yeah, applicants. So it's definitely growing. And as we grow, we'll probably grow that as well. So if you have a club or organization or a team that's in need of a paddle rack that can be permanently put up at a, uh, at a courts, um, just go to our website and look at the uh, community give back portion and you can complete uh, online a form there for your organization. Tell us why that you guys need a paddle rack and uh, we pick a winner every month. Um, we have the next winner coming out for September here next week in our newsletter. Um, and so that's one of the things that we do right now to give back to the community. Yeah, I think it's amazing. And folks, you go to mypaddle.com, look at the application. And remember, you need to be at a open court, open to the public. They need to have those rundown racks or maybe maybe you're still laying your paddles on the ground before the next two or four get in there. This is an incredible promotion. And talk about your partners in the racks themselves. Yeah, next up pickle, uh, next up pickleball. Um, They're based out of Minnesota. And uh, his name is Mike Young. He's a great guy. He uh, took over the business a couple of years ago, I believe, from the original owner who was wanting to retire. And he's all about this. And he, he has the same uh, similar values to us in terms of trying to grow the pickleball community. And he's a great guy, real personable. And we were fortunate to kick it off with him. 
Um, and he was able to say, you know, hey, I'll back you guys up with this. This is great. So uh, it's an investment that we made, and, and he's given us the racks at a, a slight discount. So it, it's a win-win for the situation. It gives him business, um, and it helps, uh, you know, communities play more pickleball. Which is what we need. Everybody out there playing a little pickle. And how fortunate was I to be able to get both Sam and Richard here on the court with me, Pickle with Mickle. You go to mypaddle.com, look at these awesome bands, and guess what, folks? You can go to my website, you can go to themicklepod.com, and you'll be able to see these bands and order them, too, because I am now a MyPaddle affiliate. But uh, remember, when you go to my website, you got to bear with me because it's my website, and it looks like a child built it. I'm working on it. I'm ah, working on it good. That's okay. So before I let you guys go and get out of here, anything else that we want to plug real quick from my paddle? Oh, just, um, you know, uh, subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, that's where we give all the information out of new band, color bands coming out uh, or new font type. Um, the other thing is, is that what's we, the hot new color coming out? Well, uh, we're not there yet. We're not there. Okay. Yet, but we right. launched uh, Caramel and Sky a couple of months Ooh. ago, and those are really, really hot sellers. The Sky color is uh, is uh, probably in the top five now. Uh, okay. And then we we on occasion will come out with uh, fonts or limited edition fonts, custom fonts. So one of the things that what's cool about us is that you can uh, put in emojis. So some people don't realize that, but I mean some. People People get very creative, and I think that's one yeah. of the things that brings with Halloween coming. I bet you're going to see some cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, one I'm looking at right now is a picture of a. It's the emoji of a bee, and then the word "better." So they put on ah. be better. Uh, their name on the other side and then be better on the other side and people will do that. They'll put something that remind them like breathe or just ink it or return and run <laughs> or something right. along those lines so it's it's the creativity that really gets pickle gating exactly pickle gate that's that's another one that's the uh right you know the wood paddles were about to make a comeback see but going going <laughs> going right back to when we when before we started when we were doing our research and market research we things that have happened that's been very customer led and like like for example we did i don't think we mentioned this before but for example we never thought of the fact that somebody would organise the tournament and instead of giving away a T-shirt when they when they register and when they get to sign on, they give and they get let us know we did pickleball bands with the already personalised, so they, they let us know a week before the tournament starts. And as you get to the tournament and you register and sign in, you get a, a pickleball band with the name of the tournament on one side and the person's name on the back. Another another innovation which has happened again is a couple of places have. Uh, used the bands as membership cards, like ah. so. So for that year, you, if you remember, you get your personalised band with their logo on, the club logo on, and then it's personalised with the name of the person on the back. And, and that is that's a great idea because that way it's easy for you know distinguished members for yeah. when they're trying to get their friends on the court like me, because you can only have so many, you know, guests when you're the members. And sometimes, you know, the courts get a little filled up, let's say. Yeah. And so they did that. They did that as a promotion to drive more members to renew early. Remember that? And they had a 25% lift in membership renewal um, than the previous year. And they, they said it was due to the fact that they were getting their free bands, my paddle bands with their name on it. That is so 
That is so great. That is awesome. Hey, this has been incredible. I've had a great time. How about you guys? Have we had a little fun here today? Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Thanks so much for bringing us on. We really, really appreciate it. It's, it's no, it's fun. it's my pleasure. It's Sam and Richard. They're my paddle. You go to mypaddle.com. Look at these awesome bands. You can get them with emojis. You can get them with cool sayings. Hey, you can just get them with your name. And then here's what you might be able to find down the road, right? Here's a toiler, okay? Earlier, Sam, I think it was you, said, you know, the thought struck like gold. It might have been Richard. Back to your Netflix, Amazon Prime. Hey, it could be a Peacock special. I don't know who's going to pick it up. How about this one, right? Sam Goodwin, Richard Dean, banding together, out for gold in Paddles West, right? I mean, that's just the first one. And then after that, just crushes it out in the theaters and the people want more. You wait, but then you come back with Dean Goodwin, they're back, Paddles West 2, out of bands, right? I mean, it's there. I'll let you guys keep those too. I'm gonna, I've got them here for you when your agent's ready, when this thing's really blowing up. But don't forget about the little guy right here on the court, Pickle with Mickle and the Mickle Pod. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks so much, Mickle. Appreciate it, bud. Hey, it was my pleasure. Everybody, go to their website, mypaddle.com. Sam, Richard, if I get out there to California, we got to hook up. Let me ask you one last question. You guys are down in San Diego area, right? Well, right now, but I'm a, I might be your neighbor next year. All right. Get out here. We'll play some pickle. But has any of that L.A. sludge rolled down there on you guys from whatever was happening up there? <laughs> no, not yet. I mean, it's... Uh... Uh, no, we did. We, it's on its way. Yeah, exactly. But no, seriously, I might be moving to Chandler or Gilbert next year. So uh, I might see All right. you in later. Oh, sounds good. Let's stay in touch for sure. Guys, really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. We'll talk again soon. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks so much. Thanks. That was a lot of fun. And you can have a lot of fun jazzing up your own paddle band. Did you know a court that might use a new rack? Get out and find one and enter for the giveaway. Thank you again, Richard and Sam. Thank you, everyone, for your continued support. I'll see all y'all right here next time for more 